Hey guys, does the idea of decluttering make you feel so overwhelmed that you don't even start? This is the podcast for you. Today I'm going to be talking with Aaron Smith and we are going to be going over tactical steps, five different steps to help you declutter. You are going to have a plan by the end of this and I can't wait to see your before and afters. Let's do this. Welcome back to My Mother's Daughter Podcast, where we choose to focus on the controllables, jump off the hamster wheel of grief, and take steps to honoring our loved ones by living a life filled with gratitude, joy, and abundance. It's time to get stubborn about what we want and choose to lean into who we were meant to be while drinking too much caffeine, owning way more workout pants than we'd like to admit, and dreading that nightly dinner talk almost as much as waking up early. You feel me, sister? I'm Angel McElhaney, motherless daughter, positive psychology junkie, and not so master juggler of my crazy crew. And I believe that you can heal and find happiness after loss. So grab that coffee, put down that to-do list, and let's get to work one day at a time together. Let's get started with today's show. Hey, so today we have a real treat for you. Today I have Erin Smith on, and she is from Mama Can Organize, and she is going to teach us all about decluttering and organizing and what in the heck it is and how we can really just tackle our houses and really just not feel overwhelmed. So Erin, welcome to the show. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get started. Hi. Well, my name is Erin. I am a mama to three littles. Uh, they are five, four, and 10 months. And I, I worked in healthcare, and now I am a stay-at-home mom, and I love, to, um, I love to organize. So I wanted to kind of start a page showing everybody how I organize and show you how it can be stress-free and not overwhelming and give everybody some tips how to do that with a family. Well, what I'm wondering is what at first is the difference? So what in the world is, so if I'm decluttering and or, or organizing, like how are those different? So with decluttering, um, the difference is you, with decluttering, you are removing items from your home. Um, and you are taking things that you no longer use and you're either donating, giving them away. So they are not in an existing space and organizing is you want to take items that you have that may be cluttering a space and you want to categorize those. So it just more of a function in a room and it makes your life um, simpler and you want to just, you want to have a flow in a space. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to your tips because I definitely need to do this. I've been um, doing a little bit here or there, but it's definitely making it to where I make it worse before it gets better. And I have an obsession in my garage with all of the uh, things that have potential, <laughs> which apparently I found out is an actual term, aspirational clutter. <laughs> all the things that could someday, <laughs> you know, be a craft or a prop or I don't even know. So looking forward to your tips. What do you want to start on first or what do you have for us? Um, so we can start out with, um, I have like five main tips for decluttering um, a home or a space. 
All right. Um, so my my first tip would be that you want to you want to schedule a day or a time to declutter a space. Do you think it's um, better or worse, or is it can you do either? Where if you do like a little bit every day, or to do it all in one day, or should you really be doing both? Or um, I would suggest to do it all at once. Um, the reason I say this is because if you try to set time. Um, over the course of several days, chances of that getting done in between your kid's schedule or your schedule is slim to none. So if you designate a specific time slot for it, um, I feel like the, the task at hand will get, a like will get accomplished and you won't have to worry about pushing it off. Yeah, I definitely think that also it's harder to um, for us to stop an activity once we start. Like it's easier once we get started. So if I, in my mind I'm like, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to fold just the towels <laughs> on my bed. Then yeah. all of a sudden yeah. I look up and I have them all done. So hopefully that would be the case and then you just get a lot of it done. All right, well, looking forward to your tips. So my second tip is you want to kind of um, look at the space you want to declutter and you want to know what you want your finished product to look like. So with decluttering, uh, like whether it's, for example, your closet, um, you want to get rid of an amount of clothes, you know, X amount of clothes, but how many clothes and what is like your end goal with that? So you kind of want to have that in the back of your head. Um, and then what I do is you want to have, um, I, I do typically three piles. So you want to have a trash pile, a keep pile, and then a maybe pile. Um, you want to, you can put stuff in all three of those piles, but when you're done, you want to go back to that maybe pile and you want to clean that out and have at least 25% that you keep, if anything, um, because that pile, um, most likely you're not going to use those items. So you want to clear it out as much as you can. The emotional stuff. So would you recommend trying to do that first or just like leaving that for like a different day or time? Like that stuff that is nostalgic or maybe is tied to like, I'm not honoring the things of my mom's right now. They're in my garage, like in a bin, never mm -hmm. to be seen again. And it's been, um, I mean, since 2011 when we lost her. So, I mean, I clearly am avoiding them, <laughs> but do, would you think that someone needs to start with those things or just wait till do that at the end or? Well, okay. So, so my brother passed away when I was 23 and he died of brain cancer and we had, um, in my parents' house, his, closet full of his clothes and all his special belongings. We kept it like that for years. And it was really hard for me personally. Um, I truly enjoyed going into their house and walking into that closet. And I just felt his presence. So my parents held on to those belongings, I think a lot longer than maybe they would have. Um, due to me still enjoying just being in that space, feeling his presence around that. But what we did do when it was time to get rid of them, we did it all at once. And we 
donated a lot of his clothes to foster kids who are almost out of the system and they need clothes to get a head start. And I thought that was a great way to honor him because he was such just a well-rounded human being that he would have loved to do that for somebody. So um, I felt, I felt good at that point to do that. And then we also took a lot of his favorite shirts um, and the sheets on his bed and we made quilts um, and I have one and then we pass it on to like families and friends. They have quilts as well, but it was a nice memory piece for him. And I just feel like that's something that when it comes to the memory of a special person that has passed away, you have to emotionally be ready to detach a little bit from that and know that be in a positive headspace. So maybe initially probably just organize that, like don't um, worry about the decluttering part. And then when you're emotionally ready, I really like right. how you honored it. I clearly am not giving it the attention or the honor it deserves. Um, honestly, I don't even know it's all out there. It's just kind of like thrown up in a corner, but definitely would be much better. Maybe I can do something like that. So with that though, I would just say, you know, yeah, take your time and do what um, feels right for you because there's no, um, there's no perfect time and there's no right moment for um, especially things like that. But as far as just decluttering basic items in your house, I would say that my next tip after you did like your sort piles and everything would be to, if you, you know, if you haven't used an item, my kind of rule of thumb is if you haven't used an item in six months, automatically it's gone. You get rid of it. Would you say yes. that, so should we start, like I think of clothes when it comes with that for sure. Is there something that you should start with first or do you start by zone or room? I kind of start by room. Whatever room I want to do, um, and I feel like for most people, start organizing your first you're going to go to is your closet, your bedroom, spaces that are kind of like your comfort zone where you've um, kind of maybe been like your catch-all in your house. So I would start there. And then once you feel, you know, you organize and declutter a space like that, you kind of build confidence also that you did it and you achieved that goal. And then you can do other spaces throughout the house, but it's definitely a slow and steady process. And my number one thing is you just do not want to overwhelm yourself. What do you do to upkeep it? So I declutter several times a year. Um, for me, I feel like this, it eliminates the feeling of stress and feeling overwhelmed with the amount of things you need to sort through. We all accumulate a lot of things over the course of even a year. And especially with kids, with toys and clothes and all that comes with um, just having kids. So when you, if you do it a couple times a year, it's not going to feel so overwhelming if you only obligate like it to be once a year. Um, you're probably going to get really stressed out. And you're probably not going to finish that project. So I would just keep on top of it. Like I always declutter my kids' toys 
uh, before Christmas because I know Santa's going to be bringing a lot of toys and I want to make space for new stuff that is going to be coming in our house. So we get rid of toys. We donate. I help my, I have my kids participate in donating, um, to other kids that are less fortunate. And I'm also teaching them, you know, lessons in life that we, we give to get. I think that's great. I especially, we didn't do it this year, but I saw where some people on Pinterest, they would have the elf like with the basket where they had a little note there and they were supposed to fill up the basket with toys. Um, and then I was trying to do more experience type stuff, but we always go way overboard for the holidays because my mom went way overboard on the holidays. So it was one of those things like, and that's, I feel like some people in my family, me included, where that's like how we cope <laughs> to make it through. Like we just like overgive and it's to each other. And then, but maybe we can point that to another, like an organization, like you said, or, you know, to help, you know, they could maybe help go and give stuff. Like I know that some people do like coats down in Cincinnati or, you know, different mm -hmm. organizations like that where they can see it, the good. Um, and then, and then I guess you were going to also give us a couple of tips on organizing. So same starting point with decluttering. You're, you you want to pick a specific space to start organizing. You don't want to say, okay, I'm going to organize my entire house today. That is just not a realistic goal. That's not going to happen. And you're going to set yourself up for failure and then you're not going to feel like it's achievable. So finding a small space, whether that's a closet or, um, you know, even a bedroom or your playroom, some like designated space to, um, have a starting point. Yeah. Um, I have like five they, starting points right now. <laughs> so like, That's my problem. It's like, Oh gosh. And then I just have these random bins where I'm like decluttering it kind of. So like there's a bin I'm going to get, yeah. rid of, but I haven't. So it's just sitting there. So then I just have stuff everywhere. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Hey, it's always a work in progress though. At least it's happening. I definitely think that um, if you take a picture before, because sometimes I think we can't really, we're too close to it. And so like, if you take a picture of, um, for instance, I even just took a picture of my living room and I even was getting more strategic where, where I was like, well, I have to have some sort of toys in there because we're always in there and, you know, I have all these kids. <laughs> so I picked like a different area where I was going to put it and I was just more selective of it because I could see in the picture, like how it was taking over. <laughs> so I think that would be super helpful right. when you can have that gratification at the end. You know, if you did like a before and after where you can see like, Oh, it looks so much better. Yeah. <laughs> no you one's see, allowed like, in here. <laughs> yeah. Right. For sure. Yeah. And then I just said that you would, you know, you want to, so when you're going to organize, you want to pull out all the items that you want to organize so you can visually see what you are having to work with. Um, and I always say you want to start small, start simple. And the key in this whole process is not overwhelming and trusting yourself because you want to meet that end goal of having an organized functional space. 
So do you have um, all these rules? Like I know that you watch, well, I'll watch like the, uh, the minimalist, I think uh, was on Netflix or I, I watched the uh, Marie Kondo thing. I have the book right over here, but I don't know that I've really read it much, but I think I skimmed, but, um, we tried folding like that. <laughs> no one else does it, but me. So then there's that. But, um, like, is there any kind of rules that you do? I put, I pour everything out. I put all the like items together. So you have everything categorized and organized. And then, um, you know, you pick your bin or your basket or whatever container you would like to sort your items. For me, in my playroom specifically, I use clear bins for my kids. And I always rave about these clear bins. I think a lot of people are scared or deterred from clear bins because you can see through them and they don't want to see mess, but it's not really messy. Um, what I love about the clear bins is that my kids can walk into their playroom and visually see what toys they have and what they want to play with. And then as far as pickup goes, it's really easy for them to put away their toys because they can see very easily where things go. Um, so I will rave through and through about clear bins, but um, I'm also, you know, whatever bin or basket or container works for you or your family, I, you know, say go for it. It's just um, for my family, this is what works for us. Well, I think that I need it to work for me too. So I'm super excited to implement a lot of your tips. And I think this is a big part of finding joy in your space, because if you really think about it, you're, we're paying so much for mortgage. It's usually like someone's bigger bill and it's kind of like expecting the space. Like, do you like to be in that room? And right now I have the ideal little place, like my office where I could, should be able to go in there and paint or, you know, record the podcast or, um, create stuff or really whatever I want. And it has a door with a lock. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I could be doing all kinds of fun stuff in there, but, um, right now it is filled with just so much stuff that uh, has potential. You know, it's like all the prod it's, it's almost like who I want to be. <laughs> I want to be the person that sews and does all the crafts, but where I, my, I've had a newborn in my house every five years for forever <laughs> that it's kind of like I'm not you know I gotta maybe let go of that person or maybe wait that six months like and it maybe will push me to actually do the projects do the thing so but I'm super excited to actually use some of those tips in there I'll have to take a before and after picture um, if I do that <laughs> I should tag you how can we find you on social media and um, if anyone wants help or, you know, maybe they want to tag you in their before and afters, how can they, how can we find you? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram at mama can organize. Um, and right now I am posting pictures of my, um, kids bedrooms and like my playroom and spaces that I've utilized decluttered and organized just to show you that you can have functional spaces that flow and give your kids floor space to play um, when you have a family. Uh, I know life is busy and it 
it gets hectic at times, but um, finding a way to organize that works for you makes your family um, function better. I think that's so true. And I love how this can help also to reduce our anxiety, our stress, really it is the, the basis of getting rid of that emotional clutter and the physical in front of us and just kind of to feel lighter, I feel. So when I walked into my mom's office after losing her, I had picked up a book and it was called Simplify. And I swear ever since then, I feel like I just need to purge it all. <laughs> like, do we actually need all this stuff? Like so much stuff. So um, I'd like to thank you for hopping on here. And I am looking forward to seeing all of our listeners hopping on Instagram. And um, you can tag, it's Mama Can Organize. And tag me too so I can see it too. And we can see your transformations. And I know you guys can do this. Start with a small space and that way you can get a big win. And I know this will help you with your stress, your anxiety level, and also with creating a space for you. Maybe start with that first. Create a space where you can have a little piece of peace or retreat or maybe where you can do that daily work on yourself. You are your mother's daughter and you can do this. Until next time, wishing you joy and abundance, Angel. Before you go, if you found value in this podcast or you learned something new, stop on over to iTunes and leave me a review. I really appreciate it and I love hearing what you guys think of the show. Also, stop over to my Instagram. It's angel.mclehaney and that crazy last name is on my cover art. So check it out. See you over there.